This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. Sport is at the heart of South African pride. Whether it's watching the box beat the All Blacks or witnessing a hole-in-one many golfers only dream of, we do love a good day out on the field. But now, some student-athletes are taking that unwavering devotion for the game and turning it into opportunities to uplift, placing compassion and humanity at the center of each match they play. Masa Kikana finds out more about Sport for Lives. It's a rite of passage for so many South African schoolboys making the first team. When they put on the jersey and run onto the field, they will sacrifice anything for the glory of a win. When I became a teacher, I quickly found that a lot of the boys play for success and for the glory. And uh, I thought of this idea, what if we could play for something bigger than success? In 2017, John O'Kruger, a coach and teacher here at Salborn College in the Eastern Cape, wanted to find a way to harness the passion and commitment of the teenagers he was coaching to get them to start playing for a higher purpose, one beyond themselves. Our country is the most unequal country in the world, and uh, our boys didn't know anything about that. John O'Kruger took the under-16 rugby boys to a local children's home and they committed their season to the children. Kruger and his co-founders then set up an online fundraising platform, Tries for Lives, where people could donate to every try the team scored. Elite private school Hilton College came on board and within that first year, they managed to raise over 150,000 rand by scoring tries. I don't think we need to be ashamed of our privilege, but I do think that we could do more with our privilege. From a single idea, a movement has taken flight. Tries for Lives has become Run for Lives. Swim for Lives. Goals for lives. Birdies for lives. All campaigns started by teenagers around the country as they tried to change the world around them. Rugby was my life. Every day at school and after school, everything revolved around rugby for me. When I'm playing a game, it feels like no one's around and like everything just disappears. In 2021, Simniki Webosman's dream of making the first team came true. But halfway through the season, he was badly injured. His best friend and teammate, Sombe Kepe, was running behind him when he went down. We're playing against St. Andrews. Derby game. Um, St. Andrews last year. 
He was saving a try, so that guy just fell onto Smigiri. I just heard him shouting after the, after the try. Simnigiwe never returned to the field. A complex injury to his right leg meant it had to be amputated. Everything changed so quickly. Just miss everything about rugby and being able to be on the field. Yeah. <laughs> he's my best friend and he's lost this leg because of the sport that I play. So like, to me now, the only way to help him is like to play good rugby. Shombe and the rest of the first team have dedicated their 2022 season to Simnegiwe through their Sport for Life campaign. When I play rugby, I just think of my best friend, Simnegiwe, that, you know, like I, I play for him. Buko Mputolo is a bursary student at Salbon College. When he was two years old, he contracted meningococcal meningitis, a fast-acting disease that cost him both his legs and seven of his fingers. Using only one hand, which is half fingers and two forefingers, it's hard because I can't grab onto things. So when I grab on, I just have to use my arms to grab on stuff can't hold things and I have to hold. It's either I have to always put it together because I can't do anything with this hand. This year, Salborn College is using Sport for Lives across multiple disciplines to raise 600,000 rand for Ubuko to be fitted with a mechanical hand. Why did you decide to get involved? I realized that it would take quite a few years to get to the total target of the money that we require. So then I decided I would like to raise enough money for Puko to get his hand by the end of the year. Two, three, Puko! To reach that goal, head boy Bradley DeCock signed up Huitzimang Baholo and a few of their friends who, together with Kruger, committed to running from Kwebeja to East London, covering 300 kilometers over six days. Hey, Brad, what are your thoughts? I'm keen. That's what we like to hear, you know. <laughs> when uh, Brad and Mr. Kruger they were all like, yo, you should come, you can help out to this massive initiative. At first I was like, nah, you gotta be crazy. There's no way I'm running 300 kilometers. But Kuzimang joined the team regardless. And as they ran, his perspective changed. Gave me time to reflect on myself and uh, also realize that this isn't just for me. I think you're gonna feel like a little bit of hurt every day. There's only one way to find out, right? The five-man team ran for six grueling days. They had shin splints, lost toenails, had every muscle in their body seize up. But every morning at 3 a.m., they got up and ran. We were running between two of our safety vehicles, and on the back of our of the car that was in front of us had a nice big banner of a buko and uh, his prosthetic uh, legs and his two hands there. And uh, that just gave us a constant reminder, really, uh, whenever we looked up. 
The team completed their Ubuko 300 on the 6th of July, raising over 60,000 rand. What's the first thing you guys did when you got home after that run? I went to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that I actually wasn't done. On day four, I unfortunately didn't complete the day because my left foot was just too much in pain. So I decided to create a day seven for myself and literally go back to Port Offering and complete the distance that I didn't. On day seven, Bradley got up at 3 a.m. and with his father following in a safety vehicle, he walked for 12 hours to complete the 300 kilometers he committed to Ubuko. I realized that I'm actually privileged to have pain. I'm privileged to feel pain in my legs because I have legs. Brad, come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, come on. Come on, Brad, you got this, bro. In the meantime, Simnikiwe is nurturing a new dream to run as a Paralympic hopeful in Paris in 2024. All the funds that his team is raising through scoring tries will go towards his training requirements. At the moment, I'm just trying to figure out what's next for me. And rugby was my dream, and now that has changed, and I have to adjust to that. What if schools around the country could actually be the catalyst to social change in our country? What happens if community upliftment started at the school level? We've got to start as a nation to look beyond the glory of the wind. What an inspiring world to live in, knowing a simple try or well-aimed goal can change a life forever. If you know of a school that might want to lace up for a good cause, why not visit the Sport for Lives website to find out how they can get involved. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to Carte Blanche, the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. While you're at it, why not rate and review us? We love hearing from our listeners.